Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Wednesday, November 9th. Compassion, constipation. Today's scripture reading is found in 1 John chapter 3, verses 16 through 18 from the King James Version, which reads, Hereby perceive we the love of God, because he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whoso hath this world's good, and seeth his brother have need, and shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. This is God's Word. I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can thread the needle that would distinguish love and compassion like that sharp two-edged sword that can divide between soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It just seems too fine a cut for me. Where the one goes, there will be the other. Where there is love, there will be compassion and vice versa. John can't even seem to talk about one without bringing in the other, which is one of the reasons why I'm leaning back into the classic King James Version rendering today. I understand modern translations that employ renderings like refuse to show pity, or even a more concrete and current metaphor like turn a cold shoulder, which occurs in the message translation. But the original and literal metaphor retained in the King James Version is, I firmly believe, worth keeping. That original metaphor moves down from the shoulders, either warm with inviting embrace or cold with rejection, to the much more guttural metaphor of our, well, guts. He who beholds his brother in need and shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him, how does the love of God dwell in him? Yeah, hard to beat that rendering. Compassion is messy and guttural, you see rather than strictly calculated. In fact, compassion often doesn't add up at all. In the Hebrew mindset, the bowels are the seat of the deepest emotions, emotions that generally defy cool articulation, but that instead compel often immediate and decisive action because, well, as Tri Robinson used to point out frequently, we just know in our knower that something must be done. Jesus sees the crowds like distressed sheep without a shepherd, and it guts him, i.e., he is moved with compassion. Jesus sees a widow's only son being carried out for burial, and it guts him. Jesus sees a leper who hasn't experienced the warmth of human touch and presence for years, and it guts him. Jesus sees a woman bound up in a perpetual stoop for the past two decades of her life, and it guts him. And in each case, he moves on the spot. He puts together a team of helping harvest hands. He reaches out and he touches and he touches and he touches. To do otherwise is to be afflicted with the greatest malady of all, compassionate constipation. You've got all the feels, but they never go anywhere. What's especially dangerous about so shutting up our bowels of compassion like this 
is that rather than feeling bloated in an increasingly painful and if unremedied, fatal way, is that we become bloated with self-congratulation at having such compassion it feels, as if the virtue of compassion is in the feeling of it. But compassion is more than having the feels. Compassion is doing the reals. My brothers, let us not love in word and with a tongue, but in deed and in truth. Feels are great. Just make sure they make us move. After all, as Therese would remind us, it's in a thousand little imperfect ways in which such free and flowing compassionate love would have us lay down our lives for our fellow humans. And you thought it was about being a grand martyr in one gallant rush. Yeah, not so much. So, as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, how often do you find yourself stirred with all the feels of compassion when exposed to the stories of a hurting humanity? How might those feels be translated into actual movement in a specific encounter with human need today? How do we keep from shutting up our bowels of compassion, moving beyond the mere feels to making it for reals? Lord, make us a people of the new commandment. Make us a people who know how to love deeply, widely, and well. Make us a people known for compassion rather than callousness, mercy rather than blame, embracing rather than canceling, listening rather than shouting, serving rather than self-assertion. Make us a people passionate about saving people rather than this or any nation by the boldness and persistence of love that shines on the good and the bad, that sends its rain on the just and the unjust. May we be known as peacemakers rather than warmongers, compassionate rather than combative, all because of how you have first loved us, by your Spirit with, upon, and in us. Amen.